Hello there, and welcome to Dark Side of the Force. I'm your host, Josh, and this is the special first episode of my podcast. And I thought, what better way to kick it off since May the 4th is just a few days away than to make my first topic be about the upcoming Disney Plus series, The Bad Batch. I'll go ahead and start out by saying that when this series was first announced, I didn't exactly freak out or get super excited. My reaction when I saw the announcement was more along the lines of, oh, that's cool. Didn't see that coming, but, you know, hopefully it'll be neat. I believe I had in my mind that it was going to be similar to what we got with the Clone Wars Season 7, with the episodes with them, where it would be just more stuff set during the Clone Wars. It wasn't until I actually looked at the premise that that the show piqued my interest and I got more um, interested in what it had to offer. Um, It's going to actually be set after Revenge of the Sith, which gets me excited because one of the things that I feel like really needs to be addressed and discussed in Star Wars more is the fallout of Order 66. You know, when you look at, like, the animated show um, Rebels or... Just any Star Wars, really, that's set post-Revenge of the Sith. Most of the galaxy is pretty much living with the Empire, you know, ruling over them. Um, They're either for the Empire and they're in its ranks, or they're rebelling against the Empire, or they're just trying to survive um, and hope that the Empire never comes down on them as they try to make a life for themselves in the galaxy. So what I really hope that this show accomplishes or touches on is giving us more light into what exactly was the galaxy's reaction after Order 66 and the Empire replacing the Galactic Republic and the Jedi being labeled as traitors and enemies. Because, I mean, you look at some people, I mean, the Jedi, they owed their lives to the Jedi, or maybe they even witnessed a Jedi sacrificing themselves for others. So, it's always been interesting that so many people in the galaxy would just up and move on, you know, or pretend that the Jedi never even existed and move on with their lives or just be completely fine with this new notion that they are enemies and and need to be destroyed. Or even telling their children, you know, maybe bedtime stories making the Jedi out to be some type of monster or boogeyman that, you know, you needed to avoid. So that's going to be interesting that if they shed some light on how exactly the galaxy adapts to the Empire, since this is set so recent after Revenge of the Sith. Um, The Darth Vader comic series touched on this a little bit. The second run underneath Marvel that that came out in, I believe, either 2016 or 2017. It touched on it a little bit. The issue kicked off with right after Revenge of the Sith, and you see um, we have this big furnace on Coruscant, and they're burning the lightsabers, and there's like a crowd around it, and those people, I'm guessing, that were there were pro-Empire since they seemed happy that all that was going on. But one thing I think that we can expect is that you're not going to probably see mass protest in the streets or i mean we might see that initially but i mean the empire 
is would you know disrupt any protests like that or or stamp it out anybody who would be speaking out against the empire would obviously find themselves um in an imperial prison or some type of labor camp so i don't expect to see a whole lot of resistance from people like speaking out against the empire but i do hope that this series kind of does some behind the closed door moments where people are questioning things like you know, the Jedi have been our protectors forever, you know, for many years. And all of a sudden, you know, they're the bad guys. I think that that's something that needs to be touched on. And we see some light is how the galaxy as a whole reacts to everything. You know, whether they're for the Empire at first or whether they're hesitantly optimistic um, or if they're just flat out in disbelief of what's happened. I think there should be some people out there that, you know, want to know, like, how did this happen and question things. I think you could have some people that would be like, there is no way the Jedi would betray the Republic and that something's not right here. And maybe that's how Palpatine will kind of fit into all of this. I know that if you look at the poster for the show, um, his face is, is in the background. So we know um, with his cloak and hood. So we know he's going to be in it to some extent. I hope he's not just some background character that maybe you see give a speech at some point and then that's it. I hope he does have a role in the show to some degree. I would like to see how he kind of is managing and handling the transition from the Republic to now his empire. And we know that... It, isn't until A New Hope that he actually disbands the Galactic uh, Senate, so or Imperial Senate. So that will be interesting to see how that kind of works in the early stages. And I know um, some people are going to say, you know, absolutely not. You know, we've learned from the Phantom Menace that Star Wars does not need politics. Uh, more, more and more politics. It needs more action and good storytelling. And I'm not going to disagree with action and good storytelling. I mean, obviously, you have to have that to make a good Star Wars movie or show or whichever. But politics is something that I appreciated personally myself in The Phantom Menace because I like world building. I like knowing the mood and how people are perceiving things around them and just the general mind, how everyone's feeling and their general mindset on things currently um, in the galaxy. So I would welcome some Senate scenes in this new series and how Palpatine is managing things. I think that that would be neat. I mean, obviously it doesn't need to, to be an entire episode. I mean, I'd be fine with that, but I understand some people, they don't want that type of stuff. You know, they want action and, and that sort of thing. But I hope that we get it to a certain extent. It doesn't have to be a whole episode, but I do think that they should touch on public, how the public is seeing the Empire, maybe see how some citizens are questioning the disappearance or the, the branding of traitors that the Jedi are, have now been given and how the public reacts to that. I think that needs to be touched on. So while we wait for the Bad Batch to premiere on May the 4th, which... Apparently, it's going to be a 70-minute episode. That's very good. I like whenever, um, when shows premiere, they give us either two episodes or a very long premiere episode. It kind of helps. Because you don't really want to watch just one episode and then that's it. you got to wait till next week. Because especially if it's a really good episode, you're just going to be really craving more. 
And I like when it either needs to be a long episode or I think they need to release two episodes on the first day. You know, um, the WandaVision series on Disney Plus, it released two episodes. And I thought that was a good touch to do since it was the very first episode. And that kind of just helped hold people over until the next week where the third episode dropped. So I do like that they're doing a 70-minute episode for The Bad Batch and its premiere. Um, I think, though, that we can expect... Not a whole lot of the Bad Batch doing the Empire's bidding. Because these are the main characters. You know, they're going to be the good guys. Um, I don't think we can expect the entire... I believe right now there's going to be at least 14 episodes. I don't think we can expect the whole series to just be them going out, you know, squashing protest, rounding up maybe early rebels... You know, sitting around an Imperial water cooler talking about how maybe what we're doing isn't so good. You know, I do think that at first they'll try to go along with things and then either something will happen or they'll see what's going on. And that'll kind of be the breaking point where they'll be like, OK, we can't be a part of this anymore. And that they will um, set out to do their own thing. And then, of course, with them being a special um, clone um, task force, you know that they'll know too much or they'll be too much of a risk. So obviously the empire will go after them. They won't, they won't let them just simply walk away. And I do, in addition to the sort of politics aspect of it and how the public perceives order 66, how all that fallout happens, whether the public is pro empire or if maybe they're pro Jedi at first and then kind of get threatened and scared over into being pro-Empire. In addition to wanting in addition to wanting to see that dynamic unfold, I'm also very interested to see how the clones react to fallout of Order 66. I think it would be cool if we see maybe some clones who actually liked that Order 66 happened. I don't think that should be the majority of the clones, but maybe like a couple of I guess you could say psycho clones maybe. It'd be nice to see them maybe revel in the fact that the Jedi are gone. You know, maybe for whatever reason, maybe they didn't trust the Jedi from the start, or maybe they thought that their Jedi general that they fought under wasn't the most caring or, or best suited for the job. Whatever the case may be, I think it would be neat to see some clones actually be glad the Jedi are gone, just to get that perspective. But then I also want to see some clones who are sad that Order 66 happened, and maybe even some clones that are even wondering, you know, if the Jedi actually were traitors or not. Because one thing that the Clone Wars series that Dave Filoni brought to us did so well was add that extra layer of clone and Jedi relationship that we didn't get from the movies. You know, and it makes Order 66 more powerful because, you know, these clones had to kill their, their friends, you know, the Jedi. So that's going to be very interesting to see how the clone dynamic fits into this show. I really hope they touch on that. And I mean, since the main characters are clones, I, I do have a, a good feeling that, that that aspect is going to get explored. Um, but then in addition to just how the clones feel about Order 66, another thing that I feel like the show needs to touch on is how do we, at least in the new canon anyway, how do we get to where, okay... 
we can't use clones anymore, guys. We got to get rid of them, and we we got to open up recruitment camps and just hire the average Joe down the street and let him be a stormtrooper. I want to see how we get to no more clones and just using regular stormtroopers. That's something that I really feel like has never really been made clear, at least not in a main canon story. So, I mean, yeah, there's stuff in Legends, but with this new canon, I don't feel like we really have anything to go off yet. So I feel like that show is going to touch into that, hopefully. Um, going back to that Darth Vader comic I mentioned earlier, there's a, there's a scene in that comic where Inquisitors are going after um, a Jedi, and he actually uses the Jedi uh, mind trick thing on the Purge Troopers that are with the Inquisitors. And the Purge Troopers are clones. And he mind tricks them into executing Order 66, which was a pretty cool scene. So what happens is since the Inquisitors sort of resemble Jedi, you know, they have the lightsabers, of course. They actually open fire on the Inquisitors. So that right there kind of gives you an example of what could help set the tone for, okay, clones might not be the perfect soldier that we thought they were if they can be, you know, tricked into turning on their um, commanders that easily. And then with this show, of course, if the if Clone Force 99, if they end up defecting from the Empire and doing their own thing, then that's going to be just even more to put on the, um, to put to the case of, okay, clones is not working out. We got to do something different. So, to kind of just recap, I would say the three things that I am most looking forward to from this series when it premieres is um, the public uh, reaction to Order 66, just how exactly the public as a whole felt about the Jedi being branded traitors those early, those first few months of the Galactic Empire. Um also, how the clones reacted to Order 66. That's the second thing. I want to see that. And then thirdly, um, hopefully get some more insight as to what causes the Empire to just phase out the clones and replace them with stormtroopers. And really, also to build off of that, how the clones are going to react to that. Are we going to see some where they're basically told to go off, you know, into self-imposed exiles you know you're not soldiers anymore you don't really have a purpose in life now go off and do your own thing which we kind of saw rex doing um in the rebels animated series um or if there'll be something else that maybe happens like maybe the empire tries to commit genocide against their clone forces or something or, or sending them off to some suicide mission where they'll die or something who knows but I do think, yeah, that needs to be explored. And there's some other stuff, too, that I think that this show could really offer that could get a lot of people excited. Um, I hope Darth Vader appears in it. I don't know what exact role he'll have. It may be, like, potentially Palpatine, where he may have just a cameo or a small moment in the background or something. I don't think he'll be, like, a central character to this series. Um, but I did think it'd be cool if Vader makes an appearance. It would kind of make sense for him to appear at least to some capacity. And also, with it being the early stages of the Empire and everything, I would like to see more of the uh, Inquisition, the Inquisitors. 
seeing maybe them training with Vader, that that would be a really cool scene. Maybe see some Inquisitors that we haven't seen yet before. Um, I'm still waiting for um, an explanation as to what happened to Barris Offie. Did she become an Inquisitor or what happened with her? So it'd be cool if maybe she made an appearance in the show. Um, and then also, we know as far as characters appearing, we know that uh, Finnick from The Mandalorian is going to appear in this show. So I think that'll be cool. I don't really see what all they can... Well... The Mandalorian, um, with how she's now basically pledged her loyalty and services to Boba Fett and how it looks like she's going to be a main character in the book of Boba Fett, um, that that en that enhanced her character because before in, in season one of The Mandalorian, you just kind of got the impression, okay, she's a real deadly assassin. And I, I kind of expect that to be in this show too, The Bad Batch. Um, I imagine she'll just be some assassin, you know, maybe trying to kill a high-value target and maybe the... Uh, Clone Force 99, you know, the Bad Batch, maybe they'll be trying to stop her. I expect that to be the episode, but who knows? Maybe they'll add more depth to her character. Um, that would be a plus. So, um, yeah, I think the Bad Batch is going to be set to have... It really, it started out to me as being just kind of a, oh, okay, you know, you know this is something... But now that I've really brainstormed the possibilities that this show has to offer, I'm actually pretty excited for it. You know, hopefully it's going to shed some light on some stuff that I feel like a lot of Star Wars fans, or at least myself anyway as a Star Wars fan, really want to see. Um, I feel like that those early days of Revenge of the Sith have been, or post-Revenge of the Sith, I mean, have been so sparingly touched on that I just feel like there's a lot to add to that. And I feel like it needs to be touched on, too, because you've had many, many, many years of Jedi in the Republic, and it just go to no Jedi in a galactic empire. I really think we need to see how all that ties in and, and how the public felt about that. I really think that needs to be touched on, and hopefully that this show will give us that, as well as giving us good action and, and um, a good story. It's going to be interesting to see what ultimately happens to uh, Clone Force 99 because we so far haven't seen them appear at any of the other Star Wars content um, like Rebels or any of the movies. So it'll be interesting to see what where it goes. And um, that pretty much wraps up what I wanted to talk about as far as the Bad Batch goes. Um, if you guys are still listening at this point, um, I just want to say that as a Star Wars fan, one of the things that, besides loving Star Wars, what I feel like you also love doing is just hearing other people talk about Star Wars and getting their ideas and their opinions and their thoughts out there and then listening to what other people have to say. And sometimes doing that can make you appreciate Star Wars even more because it opens up your mind to new perspectives or opinions that you may not have thought about yourself prior and, you know, watching people on YouTube talk about Star Wars and getting an enjoyment out of that, it just really compelled me to launch my own um, podcast show so that I can also join in on the fun of discussing Star Wars and hopefully bringing that enjoyment of, of it to listeners, you know, like you. And I, I have a lot of um, 
ideas for um, future episodes as well. I want to do an episode where I cover my expectations and opinions of what I think is going to happen in the sequel to the Jedi Fallen Order video game. I loved the first game, and I have some ideas of where I think the sequel will, will go. So I want to do a episode on that. And then also, I'd like to do some what-ifs on this show. Um, and if you're not familiar with what that is, then basically it's where you change the outcome of something or you add a new dynamic to an event in Star Wars. And you then give your thoughts on how that would have changed things or what would have happened next. So I do have some, um, I already have one idea set out for what I want to do for my first What If episode, and I hope you guys will like it. I put a lot of thought into it, and I think it's going to be a pretty interesting um, scenario, so I'm excited about that. And just also talking about Star Wars in general, um, with the Bad Batch premiering, I want to do some episodes where I talk about uh, my thoughts of the episode and kind of my review or what I thought about it, so that's going to be good. But um, as you can already tell by the name of my podcast, I also tend to, or will, I should say, bring up some Marvel and DC stuff from time to time. Um, you know, if you don't like Marvel or DC, if you're strictly Star Wars, um, that's fine. I do plan on making this channel be predominantly Star Wars. But I do want to talk about Marvel and DC too from time to time. I do love that as well. And I feel like... I mean, it's just the reality of it. You look at other shows, too, and Star Wars, while underneath Disney, Star Wars does have a lot of content coming out now more regularly, there are moments where, you know, there just really isn't a ton to talk about or stuff that, that has already been talked about by other people, you know, countless times already. So I feel like having another topic for the show kind of helps break up those long pauses between content and I feel like that as a whole will make things better um, for the show and everything. And I have some ideas for that, too, of what I would like to talk about as far as comics, video games, maybe the movies go. Um, so I hope you guys will like that as well. Um, right now, I have one social media account set up for you guys to follow me on. It's Dark Side of the Force, and I'm on Twitter. My handle is Dark Side Force 4, the number 4. So you can look me up by either my name of the show or by the handle. Um, you can at me on there or DM me. Um, let me know what you thought of the show. If you have any feedback or suggestions or if you have any questions, I'd like to maybe sometime answer some questions in an episode that you guys send me. I'm hoping to set up maybe some other um, accounts as well. But for right now, for the time being, look me up on Twitter. Um, again, that's Dark Side of the Force. And then my handle is Dark Side Force and then the number four. So check me out on there, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and thank you for listening, and I would appreciate it if you would follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this because I really want to grow the channel and get more of my thoughts and opinions of Star Wars out there for you guys to listen to. So again, thank you for listening.